What's up, everybody? How you doing? How you living? Hopefully, you're doing better than us and our bets that we placed in last week. Because let's just be honest, it was a rough week, but that's part of it. And so we're coming back with absolute redemption this week. I feel like my bets, I'll be completely honest. I feel like they're all automatic locks. I feel like I'm just ready to win all the money that I lost last week and then some. Because, ladies and gentlemen, I had a fantastic weekend. I'm going to go ahead and just brag about it. I got to watch Texas absolutely annihilate the Oklahoma Sooners for about the first time in four years. 49 to nothing. Absolutely love to see it. Then I go to Arrowhead on Monday night to see my Kansas City Chiefs play the Las Vegas Raiders. Uh, referees try to take over the game. Patrick Mahomes said, hey, how about you hold up? Travis Kelsey said, watch this. I'm only going to have 25 receiving yards, but four touchdowns. And I was going nuts about the top of the stadium because that's what I can afford because tickets are so damn much. But we're not going to focus on that either because we're just focusing on wins. And that's exactly what we're going to carry into this week as well. So enough about me and more about you guys, Justin Trees and Dan Kiefer. How you boys doing? Yeah, if we could not talk about that Chiefs game anymore, that would be great. I, uh, I had a 52-point lead in fantasy. And I played the guy that happens to own Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kels. <laughs> so I would like to not talk about it anymore. And that's how that's how my weekend went. That's tough. I'm sorry for you. My favorite tough. part, my favorite part is somebody in the world was going into that game being like, great. Like all I need is like, you know, a casual four touchdowns and 50 yards from Travis Kelsey. Like somebody was saying that, right? And they still lost because he got four touchdowns, but then he only got 25 yards or something like that. Like I, yeah. I love it. So yeah. um, my weekend was not as good. Uh, Utah lost. The Jags lost. Um, fantasy teams did all right. So I'll, I'll take that. But not as good. But one to what I've actually been super excited about this episode because of our whole new tradition of just like talking about random shit before we get into our bets. So two things. One, I think we need to do a, you know, an update on the fishermen, the cheaters. It, there's more. The update is they are going to court and they have a serious chance of going to prison for one year. Let's go. What? To prison. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I get prison. it. Like, be suspended from fishing, but don't go to jail for a fishing tournament. Like, but they, well, but, it's but the they've, money. Won, they've won all the money. Then they're, owe it back. Then, like, then just if they, if you want boats, give the boats back. Give the money. Why sit in jail for a year over some fucking fish and lead weights? There well, is why way do it? too much worse going on in the world right now for someone to sit in jail for a year over some fish see Austin, are you that guy that like if someone stole your car and then you found it, you'd be like you know what hey i get it just bring it back fill it up with gas nobody's gotta know i mean everyone's gonna know but like <laughs> i, I guess like you needed the car like, more than i did at that moment it's you fine. know what i mean yeah, it, don't worry about it it's, it's good. About it. good vibes good vibes it'll be fine <laughs> okay need fear so there's a recap on that there was two other stories that came up over the last few days that I thought were interesting. One people could have saw one. Nobody has any idea because it's a neighborhood issue in my neighborhood. So number one, we'll talk about the one that some people may have saw. It was a big deal in Utah because it also happened in Utah. Did anybody see the story of the high school game and how it ended one of the big high school games in Utah? Um, like a shooting? No, no. Oh. One of the big, like a real, like a football game, how the game ended. Did not. No. Mm -mm. 
Okay, so two but teams. You look over your shoulder. What? It's a ghost. I actually, I I thought I saw something honestly, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Okay, so it's just but, your kid. It's fine. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's all right. Um, actually, I think this light's going out. It's flashed up a few times, but anyways, so team is up by two. All right, they have the ball on their own five yard line. About I think it was like twelve seconds left, right? Okay, so what do you have to do? You have to punt it, right? It's fourth down. You're on your own five. You got to just punt it, you know, hope for not a Hail Mary to end the game, right? So they punt it. This The defense is in this weird formation. People are wondering what's going on. They had three guys back to return the punt, mm. and then they had the line. Austin's now knows yep. what this is. Turns out there is a rule in high school and NFL, not in college, where if you fair catch a punt, you then have an opportunity to have a free kick for a field goal, meaning on a tee like a kickoff. That is the rule. That is the rule. They fair caught it on the 35-yard line or 40-yard line. They get a free kick. They can't, the other team can't block it. They get a free kick off of the tee, kick it as time expires. And they win the game by one. So they were okay. So so the team that had the ball to start with was up by two. They were up by two. They're okay. punting it. Okay. They were up punting by two. it away. Right. Yes. And they're like, all right, as long as we play, you know, cover three or uh, three man deep, we'll be fine. Yes. Three man deep, hit up on triangle, back everybody up. Things are gonna be great. Yep. And if and they fair caught it. Okay, so it's the punter's fault. But who knew that? Like everything rule? else in like, the world is the punter's fault. Okay. Like, like how crazy is that rule? Like Given if they would have just kicked it out of bounds, you can't do that, obviously, because you can't call a fair catch and catch it, right? So, like, how you get around that is that. But, like, now that this is out, you know an NFL team's going to try to do this. Yeah, but the punters in the NFL got legs. You know, like, in high school ball, you know, you get shanked all the time. and That's shit fair, happens, but, but how many times How many times have we seen when a punter is backed up and they don't have their full, like, space and legs you know and being able to walk it up and stuff sure. like that where they only kick it like 30 40 yards right, right. or just be like the but, dolphins but just even, give up a safety yeah but you okay, can still win the game worked out yeah but like also like even if they punted it 60 yards right and punted it to their 40 and they called the fair catch it's off a tee like a kicker can kick it from off the tee from the 40 yard line into the end zone is it a tee in the nfl yeah mm-hmm. so okay so you're the Ravens, all right? Because if we're going to do this, we're going to use the best example. So I want Justin exactly. Tucker as my kicker off a tee. Yeah. What do you What do you think? Uh, what do you think the range is? I mean, they seventy five. I was I was about I literally was about to say seventy five. Yeah. So Sorry I mean, that I cut like, you off. Damn. So that's like that would actually be like from the forty. That would be that would make it seventy. Yeah. Damn, yeah. which is very doable. You yeah. know, like even like yeah. that could be a fair catch. That's yeah. Interesting. So like, I would like to cr- see a team do it before halftime. Like I think that would be awesome. Yeah, end of a game, definitely. that'd be crazy. I'm sure other coaches are going to be more aware of it, right? But like yeah. maybe at the end of half or something, it's like, okay, hey, we can't make this happen. Let's see. So, so like, but like it's a free kick. So the, the only people on the field is the kicker. He's just the kicker. No, they lined up as a like a like a kickoff but the guy nobody else moved and then the kicker just kicked it okay i wonder right down the middle is awesome and in the nfl it would still be on a tee Mm -hmm. yeah that's the big that's the big thing 
yep. you know, because if it's got to be on the holder, it's a different story. But totally. yeah, I want to see that this weekend. Yeah, so crazy. So anyways, like good for that coach for knowing it to like thinking about that, like in that in the exact moment is insane that you could actually like think about that. And to how livid are you if you're the other coach? Like, what the fuck? Like, I'm going to lose off of this bullshit. So anyways, thought that was pretty crazy. Um, the other story. God bless my wife, who's still on Facebook. Um, and God bless anybody else that is still on Facebook. But she's in like in this neighborhood, uh, like Facebook group. Mm-hmm. And anybody that's on a neighborhood Facebook group, you just know like shit's going down, right? Like all the time. But like, no, this one, we're laying in bed. Apparently, a guy down the street from us, I should say like two streets down to make sure we're clear here, just casually posts, hey, everybody, just so you know, my like 10-foot python got out of its cage and I don't know where it's at. Dude, you need a new neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And literally no idea where he's at. So there's a python just roaming my neighborhood, apparently. It's still out there? I, I've been asking my wife for the last half hour, like, hey, have they caught this thing yet? And she said that she needs to look, but she, of course, she's just like, don't worry about it. But it, it's like big snakes is the biggest fear I have, like in life. Like nothing scares me more. Like, and, you know, he's like, don't worry. It's great with kids. Here's a picture of it with my kids. No, fuck you, Frank. Guess what? That that thing comes onto my yard. I'm killing it. That's what's happening. What are you going yeah. to kill it with? It's a 10 foot python. I don't, to be honest, I'll run away screaming because I'm <laughs> like, I mean, like well, straight up terrified. I mean, I've seen the movie Anacondas. Like I'm not yeah. fucking around with a big snake coming out of a tree. Like, mm-mm. yeah. And that's, that's probably where it's at. Well, I don't, this might be, do you guys, is your tree, like, is your neighborhood full of trees and stuff too? Not really. Like very like small trees because it's a newer neighborhood, but like, so luckily that, but like, I mean, we're in the desert, right? Like it could just be out and about like. Given like I would love to see that versus all the rattlesnakes that are around my house. Like they might they might fuck it up. But anyways, terrifying. <laughs> and like then of course my wife was telling me, and given I I'm just going off of what she's telling me here. Apparently in the messages, it's like, hey, everybody, to like protect it and stuff, like leave water out because it can survive like three days without food food, but leave it so it can drink water. I'm like, I'm not fucking leaving a bowl of water out for a python to come and drink on my front yard. <laughs> he ain't fucking Santa. He don't get no milk and cookies. Well, imagine yeah. walking out of your house in the morning. You know what I mean? It's just like there's that 10 foot freaking python drinking out yeah. of Larry's yard. There it is. Yeah. Someone call Frank. Your garage yeah. is closed, right? Yeah. So yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was like, you so, think locked up. Like, well, yeah. here's the so, other like, question: How long was the snake gone before he said something? Yeah. Exactly. Right. And like again, it could, it might be caught. Right. My wife is, you know, she's decorating for Halloween instead of letting me know if there's a giant man-eating python in the neighborhood or not. Dude. So what if that was that? Do you think that's what that was over your shoulder? God, that don't even fuck with me. Like, don't even, like, don't even go. Is that no. it? Uh, running down your window right now behind you? <laughs> that would be freaking up. hysterical. Absolutely <laughs> terrifying, but hysterical because it's not my house or window. Yeah, for sure, for sure. So, anyways, well, it's been nice knowing what... you. Yeah, yeah. 
anyways um there's that so that th- there's your stories for the for the week folks uh we'll come back Love with it. something new next time um let's just dive into our bets boys uh like like austin said not the best week for any of us last week um overall we're very we're all very close still so i got the lead at 29 and 26 austin 28 27 dan 24 and 31 all within five like that can shift so fast so yeah. um let's just dive into it I'm going to start off with one that's a Thursday night game. I'm taking Baylor over 28 and a half uh, team total against West Virginia. West Virginia is not very good. I think Baylor can score at will. I watched them score at will against Oklahoma State in the third quarter. Um, I think they'll put up 30 here pretty easily. So give me the over 28 and a half for Baylor. And speaking of Baylor, I have them uh, favored by three and a half at West Virginia. I know you're at West Virginia. I know it's the Thursday night game like Trish mentioned. I don't care. West Virginia is garbage and Baylor is not. And I think it's as simple as that. So I'm going to take Baylor here at three and a half. Yeah, I like that quite a bit. Uh, My game, tell you what, we're going to run it back. If you cover for me and we do have a good time doing it, I'll ride with you. All right, we're riders on this podcast. And I got Kansas as a nine-point dog going to Oklahoma. Oklahoma just got a grade A do we have an E on this podcast? Can I say ass nope, whooping? Because yep, yep. they got an ass whooping from Texas last week. All right. So Kansas coming in off a heartbreaking loss, but hey, they covered. Uh, Jalen Daniels is out, but did you guys watch the Kansas game? Backup yep. quarterback Bean came in. Young man has a hose and an uh, accurate what, hose. An accurate hose. You got that right, Austin. And I really like Lance Leopold in this matchup. I think he's got the whole week to cook things up scheme. And I just, I'm not saying Kansas is going to win, but I really like Kansas to cover nine. I think that's definitely doable. Uh, Next game up. I got Oklahoma state as a four point dog going to TCU TCU coming off that victory uh, against Kansas. I think Oklahoma state quietly has been one of the most disrespected teams in the country. Uh, So I got the mullet going down to Texas Spencer Sanders has been sneaky good, fellas, because he just hasn't been turning the ball over, which is all that stopped him the last, what, five, eight, 20 years he's been down at Oklahoma State. So uh, I like what Oklahoma State's doing. I think they might just get a dub here. Might be a little upset special, which means we're covering four. We're back to Austin. Absolutely. And uh, I'm going to take this Tennessee versus Alabama game. Uh, all eyes are going to be on this game this weekend because it's really going to show is, is Tennessee back? And I don't know if that's really a statement for that university, but I've talked about this this university a lot in Tennessee. And it's just, I've never seen them be good at football in my life. Since I've been, you know, watching college football, paying attention to everything that's going on, I've never seen or been worried or even thought of Tennessee as a football program. And, of course, as I talk all this shit this offseason and last year, and they come in this year with something to prove. And I just want to say you're welcome, first of all, because – I've motivated you guys, and here we are. You're you're plus seven and a half versus Alabama, and I'm going to take you. I'm going to ride with your ugly orange and your checkered end zones, even though I th- it actually this game is in Tennessee. I'm, I'm rolling with it. I'm I'm absolutely in love with the Tennessee Volunteers this year. I'm rolling with it. Let's go. Trees had Hendon Hooker, their quarterback, as a Heisman favorite. Look at him go. Congrats to you. Trees calls it once again. But yeah, I'm taking Tennessee in this game. I don't. I don't even care if Bryce Young plays or not. That's how confident I am at Tennessee. Yeah. I mean, it's seven and a half because they clearly think Young is playing. Like, this is not a seven and a half if if he's not playing. Um, 
but yeah, I'm with you. Like, so I'm also taking this game. Sorry, I forgot to say that. I'm also taking Tennessee plus seven and a half. All the same reasons that Austin just said. I, I've been on this Tennessee team. Again, when we did the Heisman thing, I took Hooker. I said they also were going to win over nine games. And I also said they were going to be Alabama. All in that segment. This is it. This is the weekend. Let's go. Right in the bulbs. Love to see it. Next game. I'm taking Arkansas. Coming up to Utah to play BYU at minus one and a half. Wait, sorry. Is it actually at? I think I just mm-hmm. said at BYU. Is it? But is it? Now that I'm thinking yeah, about it. I think it, it's in it Arkansas. At, yeah, it's at Arkansas, right? I think I just messed that up. This is great podcasting, by the way. But I'm you absolutely love it. Do you get a lot on your mind? There's a big snake in your house. <laughs> it is at BYU. Okay, so it is at BYU. Um, there probably is. <laughs> For the love of God, I couldn't, <laughs> I, could, I couldn't sleep last night. Could not sleep. I was just like, Wait, I thought I this t- was announced tonight. This snake's been rolling around for 24 hours. No, this was last night, she told me. And your wife's decorating your freaking yard for Halloween? Dude, she's... She, dude, Why you are do you not- here? She's gone. She's halfway down the belly of a python <laughs> tree. She, Good knowing you, you, Jazz. There's one thing you do not do, and you do not mess with Jasmine Trees and decorating Halloween. You just don't. Well, good so thing he's is, not is that your plan? Her, Did you eating her? No, awesome. I think he asked her to decorate for Halloween, so the snake's been like, "Oh, whoa, whoa, whoa!" Jazz is decorating for thing. Halloween. I go in there. Could We're not be. messing with them tonight. We'll come back at Christmas. Yeah. Could be Halloween decorations be. are like scarecrows to pythons, and noted. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Either so, that or it's like the devil's creature, and it's like, you know what? Them are my people. I'm going to hang out there. Could be. That's how Who I knows? would look at it. That is how I would look at it as well. Um, okay. Moving back, though. <laughs> uh, moving back. I'm just, uh, guys, I'm scared. Okay. I want to change the subject. Um, all right. So I'm taking Arkansas, who is coming up to Utah to play BYU, and they're one and a half point favorites. Even though Arkansas got blown out against Mississippi State last week again without uh, Jefferson, I actually their offense still moved the ball pretty well, and I think they're going to be able to do the same thing against BYU. Um, so give me Arkansas, and I think Jefferson. They last I saw was Jefferson was probably going to play, so uh, I think that that just ignites them even more. I just don't think that BYU has the firepower to keep up with Arkansas if Jefferson's playing. So give me Arkansas minus one and a half. Yep, I also have this game on my betting slip. Uh, Arkansas favored by one and a half versus BYU. But I'll tell you what, if BYU finds a way to win this football game, why go to the Big 12? Skip them. Say, just kidding. We're going to the SEC. We're going to go with Texas and Oklahoma because that's where we belong to. If we can beat Arkansas, see you there. It's there definitely so not going to happen. But <laughs> See, there is a, there's so much uh, disdain for you coming from a certain uh, square on my computer right now. Uh, tell you what, I didn't get invited to your guys' little let's all have a uh, matching picks chat earlier. Little uh, little heard about it. Instead, uh, I, I do this all by myself. So we're rocking our Big Ten game of the week. And uh, listen, if there's one thing that Nebraska and Purdue have in common, it's they adore playing tight football games. Absolutely silly. End up losing them tight football games every week. And, uh, hey, this is a 14-point spread. I don't understand why, for the life of me. This is going to be either 35-34, 28-27, 6-9, this is going to be a tight game. So 14, I don't care who is getting 14. I'm taking the dog in this one because I like getting points. So give me Nebraska plus 14, going to Purdue, 
just a it's going to be a silly game. I can tell already. Purdue doesn't play normal football games. Uh, next up, rivalry week, North Carolina as a seven-point favorite going to Duke. I think North Carolina gets a sweep. Beat them in basketball twice, and I think they're going to get them in football too. So uh, give me Drake May. Give me North Carolina. I don't think Duke can keep up. I'm going to be honest. I forgot that Carolina swept them in basketball. But you're absolutely right. Coach K, see you later. Sorry about you. Adios, amigo. Next up, though, uh, speaking of amigos down here in Texas, 49 and a half on the overs when I'm going to take Texas versus Iowa State. It's not going to be – it is going to be a Texas, excuse me. Got myself a little mixed up. Great podcasting, as Trees would say. I'm rolling with Texas. All right, you scored 49 points by yourself last week. All you need is Iowa to score – or Iowa State, excuse me, to score one time and do what you did last week. And boom, we have the over. I'm I am so confident in my betting slip this week for my entire like parlay here that I have for a 10 game. I might put $15 on it instead of 10. I might just get a little crazy. Throw another five dollars on there. But yeah, Texas versus Iowa State. I'm taking the over at 49 and a half. Very confident with it. Austin loves his card. Austin loves it. All right. I'm up next. I'm gonna take an under here, folks. I'm gonna take under 44 on NC State and Syracuse. I think this game is two amazing defenses. Syracuse defense is awesome, and nobody's talking about it for some unknown reason, probably because it's Syracuse, and people don't think of Syracuse football, they don't think of Syracuse basketball. Um, this is an afternoon game in New York, so we'll see how that goes. But uh, overall, both of these defenses are, are allowing less than 16 points per game, and neither of these offenses are juggernauts. As Dan likes to say, this kind of depends on uh, Sean Tucker, the running back for Syracuse, on if he could ruin this or not, which I tend to agree with. But I'll take NC State's run defense over that right now. So low-scoring game in Syracuse, under 44 for me. No, Next yeah, game. I think uh, – oh, sorry, but uh, no, I think no, Leary's hurt, the NC State QB. He's questionable for the game. So if he doesn't go for some reason, then, man, that's an absolute smash. Absolute smash, right? All right, next up for me, I'm going to take the over 51 and a half for Florida LSU. LSU shit show of a game last week against Tennessee. I think that they bounced back a little bit. Florida's able to score almost at will, it feels like sometimes, and I kind of feel like that's how it's going to be during this game. Uh, We just saw what Tennessee just did to LSU's defense. I think that Florida can do – Maybe not quite as much, but pretty similar there. I think 51 is pretty low because I, I really do see Florida putting up probably 35 to 35-42, somewhere in that area, and that leaves not that much for LSU needing to put up. So give me the over 51.5 LSU Florida. Bingo. Love it. Uh, let's go back to Kansas. Uh, or should I just say the Big 12 here? Because I took the over for the Texas-Iowa State game. Now I'm going to take an under at 62.5 on Kansas at Oklahoma mainly just because I think Oklahoma's defense might finally step up and play. That's also the fact that Daniels has hurt the quarterback for the KU Jayhawks here. Not that, you know, and I know we praised being earlier, especially when uh, Dan was talking about it, but my thought with it is Oklahoma's got to have some type of a revenge week, and Kansas has to kind of start to fall off a little bit as teams start to figure out how we can slow down this offense. Maybe now that you have been in a quarterback, it gives you a little bit of an extra boost because now teams have to figure out how to game plan against him. And they don't have enough game film on how to do that yet, especially with the plays and throws that he made last week against TCU and helped keep them in that ball game. But 
I'm rolling with the 62 and a half. I just feel like it's way too much for this week and this game. I would love to see Oklahoma just get blown out once more by uh, another Big 12 team because I initially took the over and then kind of chickened out and decided to take the under. So that's where where I'm at with it. Love that. I think Kansas is very quickly becoming can't miss football every Saturday yeah, just because of their fun. offense. I think they're, they're so fun. It's it, it's stuff you haven't seen before. You know, it's not like a regular triple option. It's like a modern spread power with deep shots. It's awesome. Uh, tell you what, my last college game here, I'm taking the over at 49 for Wisconsin and Michigan State. Jimmy Leonard, folks, has ignited the Badgers, came out and said, right now, we need to throw first. And I thought I was going to have the big one. I fell off my couch, and then they came out. Graham Mertz throws four touchdowns. Who is this kid? Looks like he's back <laughs> playing in the Under Armour Bowl. Michigan State side, if you can score 20 on Ohio State, you can score 20 on Wisconsin. I promise you that. So uh, I think 49 here is an easy over to go get. We're back to you, boys, because you did more college than I did this week. Yeah, so this is my uh, my last bet here for college, uh, and I'm going to take the over on the team total for Michigan playing Penn State this week. I'm excited about it. I think I wrote in Pitt here, and I'm, it's probably confusing you guys. Uh, I do know what I'm talking about, and I do know what I meant when I initially wrote it. I think I actually made my mistake twice here. So, Trees, thanks for not just yelling at me and calling me out for it. Glad I got here beforehand. But, again, I'm going to do a little tree special, and I'm going to take the team total of Michigan over 29.5 points. J.J. McCarthy leading the Wolverines, baby. Let's roll. Love it. And then my next one is going to be Clemson minus 3.5 at Florida State. Florida State's started off hot, 4-0. They've lost two in a row. Clemson just looks like they're on a tear. They look like they want to go to the college football playoffs again. DJ's playing fantastic. Uh, nobody's talking about like how good he is actually playing, but he is on a roll right now. I think that Clemson rolls in this game, even on the road. All right, moving on to NFL. I'm going to start off with an under here. I'm going to take the under 42 and a half in the Patriots Browns game. I don't think that either one of these offenses are very good. Uh, yes. They, hey, one second, buddy. And everybody, now we're going to be dad duty during a podcast. Hey, um, Miles. What's up, big guy? You can't even hear me. <laughs> oh, he's showing you his monster truck, though. Oh, that's cool. Hey, what noise does it make? How does it sound? What noise does it make, you said? Does it make a noise? No? Doesn't make no, a noise. Austin. Not that one. That one's a side one. That's pretty neat. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway, sorry. Under 42 and a half, Patriots-Browns game. Zappy does not get the Pats offense going, and I think the, the Pats defense is going to try to slow down Nick Chubb and make it uh, for set, try to score. I don't I think he's going to be successful. Under 42 and a half. <laughs> now it awesome. makes the noise. It makes the I can't noise, that's for sure. Uh, so yep. I'm going to roll into mine, and I'm going to go ahead and take – uh, this Cowboys in Philadelphia game. I'm going to take Dallas plus six. Cooper Cup, or excuse me, Cooper Rush uh, is going to be getting the start again this week against Philadelphia. I think Philly comes out firing. But one thing that I think we need to pay more respect to here is this Cowboys defense because they are making plays. They are getting turnovers. They're doing you know, the right thing. Dan Quinn has them heading in the right direction. And you have to love it if you're a Cowboys fan because then you look at this offense and go, hey, like Zeke's really not living up to the hype. But CeeDee Lamb's playing good, and Cooper Rush just keeps making the right plays and the right throws and is just managing this game and managing this team, and he's undefeated as a starter. And so with that, and this being a division game, 
I'm taking Dallas plus six. Like, I don't feel crazy doing it. I feel like it's possibly the right call and the right decision to make. And it's kind of one of those deals where Philadelphia could come out and just blow them out of the water and would be like, you know what, Austin? You're an idiot. You know, you've been talking shit on Philadelphia this entire time. Here you are once again. And that is just part of it. So I'm going to head into this next one. Uh, my, my next matchup here, the Chargers versus the Broncos. The Chargers are favored by five and a half. And I'm absolutely going to take it because I look at this Denver Broncos team and I can't find any positives, especially when you're running back going down with an injury. Russell Wilson looks old. He's making bad throws. He's not seeing the field. He's missing touchdowns. He's missing K.J. Hamler. And K.J. Hamler can't keep his helmet on his head because that's how frustrated he is. And that's how frustrated everyone else is that was rooting for Russell Wilson and everyone that's a fan of the Denver Broncos. Like, it's just not good right now. And I don't know when it's going to be. And then when you look at the Chargers, hey, close game last week, doesn't matter. Still find a way to win. I'm rolling with you again. The Chargers are scary, man. Yeah, they can be. Like the Chargers for sure feel like they almost play to their opponent. I think we've said that a few times. Even, I think we even say that about the Chiefs as well sometimes yep. as well, right? So, um, all right. Next up for me, I am going to now have a t- team total here, and I'm taking the over 22 and a half for the Bengals against the Saints. I think the Bengals are going to start rolling. Like, I know I didn't even have them making the playoffs, and I still don't know if they do, um, but I think they start rolling and they start scoring some points. So over 22 and a half there. Uh, last week had some success on first half points bets. Mm-hmm. So I'm finishing off with two. I'll give you one and then I'll let you kind of go in with your bets. But my first one is over 13 and a half first half points for the Rams. I think the Rams, they're playing Carolina. Carolina is a shit show right now. Firing their head coach. Who knows what's going to happen there. Firing their defensive coordinator. Like, I think that there's going to be breakdowns if they're trying to change up any sort of like verbiage or scheme or anything right now. I think the Rams are going to pick them apart this game. So over 13 and a half is one of my favorite bits. Absolutely. And our guy, uh, Mr. Kiefer is joining us. We heard Treese on dad duty, but uh, Dan Kiefer was able to sneak away a little bit more quietly. And we just saw your text to read your bets. But let me tell you right now, we didn't do it. We were waiting on you. So you oh. go ahead with your first three bets here, sir. Appreciate it, guys. All right, so my, for my first bet, I got the over 43 and a half, 49ers going to Atlanta. I think we are due for a throwback, big old Debo game. And Atlanta, folks, red helmets this weekend. Tune in, red helmets. Hell yeah. Next game, we got Eagles negative six. So I'm going against Austin here. Sorry. So, uh, you know, this will be our second head to head Austin. And the first one, if you remember, well, we'll let everybody go back and remember themselves what happened. Third game, I got uh, the over first half Ravens. All right. So I like that quite a bit. Ravens seem to start hot every game. Then they let teams come back on them. So first half, two touchdowns, Lamar Jackson. Let's go. Give me that all day long. I actually really like that, but I might have to. That needs to be on our parlay. Like, I'm just going to throw that out there right now. I I really, really like that for sure. Um, Let's go ahead and get into my next one, though, because it's the Bills versus the Chiefs matchup. And I have a rule that I've been telling myself and all my friends that asked me, did you bet anything on the Chiefs game? Nope. Don't bet on the Chiefs games. Not going to do it to myself. But one thing that I've picked up with all these big matchups that we were seeing this year and how there's supposed to be all these high-scoring points and it's going to be an electric ball game, it never is because both teams are so good and the game plans are so solid and there's so much familiarity with these teams and matchups. I almost got that word out correctly. Get off me, Trees. I'm going to take the under this. It's 54. I'm taking the under here because I just don't think it's going to be a high scoring matchup. Like that's just, I want it to be, I would love to be wrong, 
but I just don't think I'm going to be. Like, I don't think this is going to be a high-scoring game, bottom line. For the record, I mess up on that word all the time when we're podcasting, but, like, in just normal conversation, like, I don't stutter at all. It's only when we're podcasting. So that's why I, that's why I was smiling. You got to love you, it. Yeah. Okay, sorry. Is it my turn, or are we going to keep going? There's, uh, I, think we're, I think we're back on you, yeah. Yeah, okay, it's going to cool. go you, then me, and then we'll get uh, Dan with Perfect. his last two. Works out. Okay, well. cool. Um, I am viewing another over first half total points, and I'm taking over nine and a half for the Jaguars in the first half. I know they only put up six there. I think they're going to be upset with the way they played. The game plan was bad. Um, I think they recognize that. I think they're going to be able to put up 10 points in the first half against the Colts. So give me over nine and a half for the Jags. Perfect. And I'm going to stick with this game as well because I have the Jags favored by one and a half, and I'm taking it. They're going to Indianapolis. You're playing the Colts. You beat them at home. Beat them at their home, okay? That's just how it's going to work because I don't think the Colts are as good as what we all thought they were. I think all of us can agree with that statement. And when you look at the Jags, it's like you see how close they are to putting it together. Now, you know there's still some distance there with the overall talent on the field, but you can also tell that they're heading in the right direction. And Doug Peterson has these guys ready to play ball. And I like it, and I'm rooting for the Jaguars. So even with the loss last week, it's all right. And the loss the week before that, it's all right. We're not going to have a loss this week. We're going to win. And if we do lose, it's not going to be more than one. That's it. It's going to be a game-winning field goal from the Colts kicker. Don't even know who he is. Don't even care. Probably not going to see him on the field. Jags win. Yeah, so I'll I will tell you what. Or go ahead. Sorry. Uh, you said they were favored. They are not favored. They are the underdogs. Just Excuse sure me. Clear Sorry. There. Yes. And then two, just because I'm a Jackson, I got to add into this. I also agree with everything you just said. Like, it's going to take longer than one offseason for Doug Peterson to get, like, all of his guys and everything. Like, they're just competitive now. Like, yeah. I don't even care when they, like, when they lose, like, it sucks because, like, I'm like, man, they've had a chance to win all three games that they've lost. But, like, then I'm also like, they've had a chance to win all three games when <laughs> the last 10, last whatever, eight of the last nine years or something like that. It's been like they're down 25 at halftime. And it's just like, okay, well, this is over. Uh, sorry, I'm going to cut you off here again, Dan. Breaking news this last week. We hadn't even talked about it. Didn't even share a text message. I never saw tweets. Blake Bortle has retired. The, the great Jacksonville Jaguar quarterback. Yeah. He actually re- he actually retired it, like it all came out like, when we were recording last week so like we didn't even get yeah. to talk about it and I forgot about it because it's been like a full week yeah the boat is retired man he is he's a stud dude like I I just love him like he's he's awesome like just like he's just fun and what is what he say like hey like if you if you weren't playing football what would you do and he's just like oh, I don't know con- construction and ripping cigs like just yep. <laughs> he's just the he's just the man of the people he's he's awesome and I, the the thing on barstool came out today actually of like him like they're like, what are you gonna do and he's like oh, i'll probably practice golf for 20 years and try to get on to like the old tour whatever it's called senior tour and stuff like that it's just hilarious well he's made what 43 million dollars in his career 47 million yeah i mean yeah i would love to be blake bortles like yeah you weren't a good nfl quarterback right but you had the one year where you helped take them to the afc championship game and you made plays during that playoff run and then you just shit the bed the rest of the like the rest of your career. Nobody cares. They're gonna be like, "Who is that?" That's Blake Bortles. Everybody. That's Blake this. Bortles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He's awesome. He's like the man of the people. He really is. So sorry. Um, 
looks like Dan is now, this is awesome for everybody because they don't know what's going on. It's like, I bet I've had a kid in the podcast. He had to leave. Now he's moving to a different location. He's in the dark right now, phone in the mouth. It's fantastic. I this- mean, that's a fantastic play-by-play. And I mean, he moves from a room full of light into a room of darkness into a corner. It looks like an even better setup. The headphones never fell off the head. I mean, no. that's just the balance that we look for in a podcaster. And he showed absolute grace and talent we uh, love yeah. to see it. and i think he's ready for his last two bets that's all we have left of the show <laughs> yeah guys a couple quick thoughts uh now i'm in the laundry room so this is this has been a hell of an episode of talking football i tell you what uh a couple things to circle back on yeah everybody loves the boat right everybody loves blake bortles the boat and jacksonville i feel like they're just a team that's learning how to win leadership perfect if only said. somebody wrote a book on leadership maybe he could coach in jacksonville too uh, so sticking with that game, I'm also taking a bet on that game. I'm taking the team under for the Colts at 21.5 team total, taking the under. Treese, I know you know the answer to this, so awesome. I'm going to ask you, do you know how many times this year the Colts have scored 21 points? They haven't at all, have they? They have not. So I like them hitting the under on that considering they haven't done it yet this entire year. So give me that. So we're all little bit Jaguar fans this weekend, uh, me, their defense in particular. And then my last pick is going to be the Bengals as a point and a half favorite going to New Orleans. I personally am going to defy science, defy math, defy it all. I don't think Taysom Hill can have another game like he did this past Sunday. Jameis Winston might play. Chris Olave, it sounds like is going to play, which is a big deal. But I think Cincinnati is officially starting to hit their stride and get back to that team. We saw make the run last year. So on the road, give me the Bengals to cover a game and a half. Switching into our three-leg parlay before I go to go find another section of the house to record in. I'm taking Nebraska as a 14-point dog going to Purdue. I'm taking the over for the Badgers and Michigan State. And then finally, probably my favorite bet of the entire week is I'm taking the over of the Ravens 12 and a half points in the first half. Absolutely love to see it. And my three leg parlay here, let me go ahead and just throw it together real quick because I guess I just wasn't going to do that, but I'm just messing with you guys. I know exactly what I'm going to do. I'm taking this Tennessee versus Alabama game with Tennessee. Um, as the dog at seven and a half points, I'm going to take this Jaguars at the Colts. I'm taking them plus one and a half. So I'm going to go the unders. And I don't think I've told you guys that I do this every week is that I put a $10 bet on my 10 leg parlay. Then I put one in for my three leg parlay. And then I put another one in for our five leg parlay that we put together. And uh, none of them have hit yet. But when they do, just, I mean, Y'all just better look out because it's going to be exciting and it's going to be fun. And then my last bet, I want to do a tree special just because I want to see how well it helps me out. I'm going to take that team total with Michigan versus Penn State. Uh, Michigan scoring over 29 and a half points. So the moment they hit 30, we party. I love it. So I also do the same. I, I bet all of our three leg parlays. I bet our five leg parlay. And then I usually sprinkle in a, sing, a couple single bets. And then I do my own like six or seven game parlay on Sunday. That's kind of like my routine right now. So, all right. My, my three leg parlay. I'm going the over 51 and a half in the Florida LSU game. I'm going the over 22 team total for the Bengals. And I'm taking the over 13 and a half points in the first half with the Los Angeles Rams. So that is where we're at there. 
Let's move on to our five-game parlay. It looks like Dan has already put in his favorite bet. I, Austin that put was it me. In. I didn't put it <laughs> in. Oh, Austin. Oh, okay. So putting it in. So okay, Austin. I love. Who it. am okay. I to say no to Austin? Exactly. So over twelve and a half Ravens first half points. That is what we're going with there. I love that. What's going on? Why are we laughing? I just I was gonna wait till after the show, but like you can tell something's going on in the background for Dan. Oh, and he yeah. just did yeah, that I, sharp, like, what was that look? <laughs> like, I gotta, do I need I to go? Tab. Do I need I'm, to leave? <laughs> it was, yeah. it was, uh, did you guys see the press conference with uh Burrow today where somebody sneezed and he flinched way hard? That's basically uh, what I just oh okay. You you need to see that, but that was basically Dan right there. Like, like uh, Burrow's just literally like at, getting questions asked and somebody just sneezes super loud next to him and he's just like what the fuck <laughs> it's hilarious you gotta see it it's funny yeah, all right we, we ready always always all right Austin what's your favorite bet of the week uh, my favorite bet honestly is gonna be that Tennessee plus seven and a half versus Alabama um, is that something you're comfortable with though because I feel like when we reach this point where it's in the normal one it's in the three leg parlay and then we put it in the five leg parlay we've just had bad luck with it so if yeah, you don't like it, with it, if you don't like it, tell me now and I'll pick another one. We don't, we don't have best of luck with it, but like, if you feel confident in it, like I'm not going to say no to you. Yeah. I'm, I'm with him. I mean, like I have that Ravens bet on my slip in my three leg and it's in the five leg. So I'm not going to tell you not to do that when I just did it. Yeah, that's right. I did it. Okay, he did it. So, and I'm going to go with Clemson minus three and a half at Florida State. Okay, I like okay. that. I think that's going to be a, a fun game too. Like, I could that's got shootout potential. It does. Um, another one that I like of yours, Treese, is the over nine and a half for the first half points for the Jaguars. Man, I freaking hope so. Uh, just as as a as a Trevor Lawrence owner, I freaking hope so. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just saying, actually... man, these turnovers are killing me, man. Yeah, I actually like both of my first half ones. I feel very confident about the Rams over 13 and a half or the Jags over nine and a half. So whichever one you guys prefer out of those two, I say we go with one of those two. I've okay. I really like Austin's over 29 and a half. So 30 team total Michigan versus Penn State. I do like stop for a second because in my opinion, Michigan hasn't played anybody yet. But like Still, that's a good offense, and it's humming. I like Corum. I like McCarthy. I like that quite a bit. Yep. So i i'd be I'd be happy throwing that in. Okay. And the only other bet that I really like of my own is just that Baylor being favored by three and a half at West Virginia. I almost feel like that's just a lock in the Big Twelve in that matchup because West Virginia has defense has just not been able to stop anybody this year. I kind of like this right now because it feels like the last few weeks we've kind of been like trigger shy of like not like saying the games that we like. Like we've kind of just been like this. Like Austin just named like three or four. I like three or four of mine. I like three or four of Dan's right now. Like like Austin, one 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 I almost took that you end up taking was the under fifty four in the Bills Chiefs game. Like oh. I actually really I actually really like that game, <laughs> but I <laughs> I don't know, guys. Like. Yeah, I'm good with any of those. Games. I also really like if we wanna if we wanna get the good mojo and get the sweep going, that North Carolina minus seven going to Duke. I don't hate that either. I don't hate that either. And I also I like your given you already having your three leg parlay as well, but I actually really like the over 49 in Wisconsin 
Michigan State. Yeah. Here we are, guys. Lots of oh lots god. Of so, okay, we're gonna make an eight leg. Everybody, get ready. Yeah. Here we go. <laughs> but I also the, Arach- the arachnid parlay. All right. Okay. All right. Can't can't hit a five just, leg. Watch us hit I, an eight. Yeah, I just found another game that I like of yours, and that's Bengals minus one and a half. Um. So okay, this is what we're doing. Gun to your head, Dan. Tell me your favorite bet. You can, can I? Can we like? Flip to commercial. Click. <laughs> Dead. My favorite game, uh, North Carolina Duke. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Austin, your favorite. Nine and a half first point, uh, first half points, Jags. Okay. Nine and a half first. That's not your half. bet. That's Teresa's bet. It wasn't. Uh-huh. Bang. It was, You're dead. It, was, it wasn't <laughs> your favorite. It wasn't your favorite bet. It was just the favorite bet on the board. <laughs> All right. That's fine. It's still it's still my answer. Yeah, it should double be. down, discount, double check it. Yeah. All right. Okay. I think we're down to either Michigan 29 and a half, North Carolina minus seven, or Bengals minus one and a half. I think we're down to those three. I I would prefer we don't pick the game involving Penn State because Penn State has repeatedly used and abused me this year. So I would rather just stay away from them. Uh, I'm not superstitious, but I am a little stitious. That's fair. Okay, so then we're down to North Carolina minus seven or Bengals minus one and a half. God, it's at New Orleans, though. Oh, man. Let's go North Carolina at Duke. They're going for the sweep. There's a lot of very angry Duke fans out there right now. And and mainly just because I don't trust the Cincinnati Bengals to stop Taysom Hill. I don't think anyone's stopping Taysom Hill but Taysom Hill. That's my thought, especially so, at home. Like he's so, just another beast of an animal, of a man. Excuse if, me, in New if, Orleans. If uh, if Taysom Hill runs in full as fast as he can at Tim Tebow, running as fast as he can, who wins? Oh, uh, they stand there, uh, dumbfounded, like actual Rams do, and they headbutt each other they, on the side of a mountain because they have no are, idea what to do now that neither one of them just died. It's like, we are they are the actually same. the same person? Has anyone ever seen Taysom Hill and Tim Tebow in the same room? Good point. Have not. Have, have you not. seen me and Batman in the same room? Didn't think yeah, so. Yeah, twice. Damn it. That was too quick of a response. Way too quick. Okay. So everybody's like, so who did you guys just pick in your five game parlay? So Let that, me tell that, you. that parlay. <laughs> Go ahead, Dan. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, all right. So the talking football five leg football parlay is going to be the over 12 and a half Ravens, first half points. Tennessee as a seven and a half point dog against Bama. Clemson, three-and-a-half-point favorite going to Florida State. The over nine-and-a-half first-half points for the Jacksonville Jaguars. And finally, America's North Carolina Tar Heels as a seven-point favorite at Duke against the Devils. Boom. There it is. Lock it up. There we go. We're going to win some. We're going to win some money this weekend. I feel it. Um, Also, Utah-USC this weekend. Huge game, blackout game. I know we lost to UCLA last weekend, but man, huge game, blackout game. We're wearing the the Ty Jordan, Aaron Lowe helmets. If you haven't seen them, check them out. They're so sick. Um, we're favored by three and a half. Dan and I have been talking about that all day. Like, how are you actually favored by three and a half after you just lost? But Rice Eccles is just different, and we are going to just dominate. 
in the run game. That's what's going to come. That's what's coming down to. So, um, Austin, anything fun this weekend for you? Um, going to a concert tomorrow night. I'm getting a puppy on Saturday. I'm pretty excited about that. A uh, new addition to the family. It's just me. And now I'm going to have a dog. So I've been kind of keeping that on the DL. Haven't really been telling anyone really about it because I don't want anyone to talk me out of it or sit there and ask me questions. And then I talk myself out of it. I'm just going to do it and I'm going to do it on the fly and I'm going to freaking love it. Cause I'm getting a dog. I've always wanted. I'm getting it at a good price and I'm no longer going to be living alone. Let's party. Can I ask questions now or later? later okay later it is all right we appreciate you all and tonight we've been talking football